Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're discussing the game Life is Strange. So here's a content warning for you. This game deals with suicide, euthanasia, abuse, bullying, date rape, intense relationships, loss, a lot of stuff. And we discuss most of it in this episode. So if any of those things make you uncomfortable and you would not like to hear us talk about them, then absolutely uh, cut out now and check out another episode. All right. So you wanted to talk about Life is Strange. Let's talk about I Life did. is Strange. There's Where do we start? There's so much. So... <sighs> So I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, so I just finished the game literally uh, less than an hour ago, as you know. Yes. And, and so it's very fresh in my mind. Um, I, this is not a review of the game. No. In any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a critique of the game. This, this game made me feel some stuff. and It made me feel a lot of stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what we're going to talk about. And... In, in a few different contexts, but but yeah, this is oh, this was this was definitely a special game, and and so right, we're, we're talking about Life is Strange, a Square Enix game, episodic adventure game, five episodes. Um, I think the funny thing is we're talking about it over a year after it came out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's but okay. It's still poignant and fun, and you know. I don't know. It's it's like, in some ways, I think it's like perfect for geek therapy. Mm. Tell me more. Why do you think? Tell that? you more. Yeah. Why do I think that? Um, just the breadth of topics that are relatable that people, especially kids I've worked with, um, are going through or have gone through, um, and. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Like every episode has at least one or two things, at least two things, maybe three. Um, <laughs> so, so let that, me let me let me put some context here. Then before we get started, um, if you if if you like to play, you know, if you play video games regularly, or if you like this type of game, absolutely go play it. It is it is not a short game. It's five episodes, but they're probably around maybe two hours each, depending. On, does that sound about right? Two hours? Yeah, about two hours each. Maybe more, depending on how much you maybe. really like explore every little thing in it. Maybe if um, you're like me and you never even noticed that you had a plant that you could uh, water, <laughs> the, the, you go through it faster. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had a plant. <laughs> you didn't know you had a plant. There was but a text see, message and I missed player, a text message. I'm the kind of player that goes through and looks at every little thing. Every little thing I explore, I look around a room, I explore, and I still missed stuff. So it probably took you twice as long to play the game. As, probably, as but the way the episodes landed made it very easy to break it up into chunks. And because of how heavy this game is, um, it was important to try and do that. Yeah. So so um, if, if if you think you might be interested in playing a game like that um, and, and how much Lara's hyped it up, then... Stop this! Don't listen to this. Go play it and then come back. Yes, uh, come back later. It'll be here because we're gonna we're it. gonna throw out all kinds of details and yeah. But if you're yeah. if you're not, if you don't think you're gonna spend you know you don't have ten hours to spend on a game like this or you, this isn't your type of game or you just don't play games a lot, stick around because I think I think this will be a um, 
again, I think it's an interesting conversation because even though a lot of the things that you see here are, you know, things that you might see in movies or you might see in, in, in comics or in a book, there's something very, very, very different about playing through it. And and one of the things that is special about this game is that, uh, which is funny because when you pitched it last week, you didn't mention this at all. <laughs> the, main, the main character has a a special ability, right? So, right. So that's true. Spoilers, and obviously, and this happens like in the first two uh, minutes of the, the first, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she has the ability to rewind time. So, really, the game may have taken you three times longer than it took me because you may have made a decision and then gone back in time and done it differently and gone back in time again and done it differently and just keep doing that over and over again until you had an experience that you were satisfied with. And and to me, that's kind of the maybe the the biggest first point I, I want to bring up is that there are moments in this game where things happen and just the fact that you can go back and mm-hmm. try to do it differently if you wanted to made me feel a certain way. <laughs> Different ways in different <laughs> in different scenes, right? Um, because because you don't get that chance, right? And that's one of those mm-hmm. things where uh, who hasn't thought of man, if I could go back and do that over again, or or I regret what right. I just did. I wish I could undo it. And having the ability to undo it is incredibly. It gives some strong feelings. Yes, <laughs> that's 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 the way I'll put it. And so. Well, yeah. And the the way they – I don't know. You just finished the game, so I'm assuming you didn't get to watch the director's commentary. I started immediately afterwards. Okay. I only okay. watched the you first did. couple parts. Okay. One of the big things they talked about is the game is based on choice and this ability to go back because you don't get to do that in real life. You can't go back and change things. Um, things happen in your life or you make decisions in your life and you can't go back and do things. And and make it different. And one of the big points for me in this game was, yes, you could go back and change things. And sometimes things worked out for the better if you made the decision to change it. But in reality, all a lot of the times, especially when we get to like the final, final decision, right? No matter what, something bad is going to happen. And it's just different in how you deal with the different things that can happen based on your one decision. Um, and they said that it was important to them, um, this this idea of choice. And they wondered how many, if people were going to do what you said and go and make a decision, rewind, go back, make the other decision rewind go make your first decision again or a different one um and they noticed that the majority of people especially on there are minor decisions in the game and major decisions in the game and especially with the major decisions people tended to hesitate and wait even five ten minutes to make a decision i did that I did that. Yeah. Oh, I did too. <laughs> Especially with some of those decisions you had to make. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Which was something I that do? I really appreciated because in games like Walking Dead, sometimes those decisions don't – Are made for you. Yeah. Sometimes there's like a default, right? It just um, – you see a timer going and it adds to the tension of the game. And But here I was just like, nope. There you go. 
take your time. Think about it. And pace and back and forth. Of, uh-huh. Call somebody. Lo- <laughs> listen to the music and like take some time to th- the music in this game alone made me feel things. Yeah. No, no, no. The music. Um, you were right about the music. I liked it a lot. I would get goosebumps or I would cry yeah. or I would just want to sit and it made me nostalgic for when I was in high school. So, um, so, so that's a good place to to talk about what what is this game about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So this game is about Max Caulfield, who, and that's the main focus of the game is the relationship between Max and her best friend Chloe. Yep. And one of the first things that happens in the game is a scene where. She walks out into the hallway and you're 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 in high school, right? And, and they do a pretty good job of, you know. I I'm I'm certain that most people's high schools did not look that like that, right? <laughs> like you said, it's a prep school, it's a lot of rich kids, but you know, the cliques, the 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 bullying in the hallway, like all that type of thing. Like it was you can tell that for her it's overwhelming. And the moment what the when the game got me was you know, that part where she – her reaction is to immediately just go to a wall and put her headphones on and kind of – And like take a deep breath and just go yep. through it, right, with yep. the music. And then that changes, right? Instead of walking through the hallway, listening to all these kids in, in a school, you're listening to this song that's playing. And, mm-hmm. and that's that, that, was, that was a good moment. I was like, okay, you got me. They got me. That's how I, I wish, you know, I could have done that so many times uh, in school. High like the high school, they really got like the experience, I think, of be like, I know, yeah, it's a small prep school and everything, but, um, and they tried to make it a more intimate, like you only have a, they made it a prep school because there's only so many characters and everything and you don't want to overwhelm people with all these people to interact with. You don't want to overwhelm the player. Um, but they, and, Seemingly with the characters, they build like the tropes of like the jock and the stoner skater guy (laughs) and and the quirky art kids. And it is an art school um, or the science nerd. You've got all these things. But um, each one of the characters that they focused on, if you take the time to interact with them in the game, you see that they're individual people with different motivations for doing what they do. The mean girls have reasons for wanting to be mean and, and the anger that they're going through. Um, and with your quick playthrough, it should be interesting to see how much of that character building you ended up going mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And how that affects um, our decision at the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, in the um, developer commentary, they were saying that, you know, they set the, you know, they're, they're they're not in the United States, and they set the game in this small um, Pacific Northwest town because they wanted this feeling that the town is very small and everybody knows each other. And you kind of get that feeling, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody knows a local drug dealer. Everybody and goes to the same – everybody's in their business. <laughs> and everybody goes to the same <laughs> diner, right? And uh, mm-hmm. and and that does uh, – just the same as, as a school, everybody you see in the hallway, you'll probably see them again. And you know how everybody is kind right. of connected. Yeah. And you can make decisions based on how you feel as the character, like whether you want to help them or 
just like blow them off because they bullied you or um just the way they treated someone else so it's very um it's i don't know the game has a way of making you feel things and then deciding should i rise above this or should i figure out um i think one of the mean girls if you talk to her um her mom is in the hospital with cancer um did you get that no (laughs) yeah um so if you talk to i think it's taylor um more closely um she becomes friends with you and nice to you because you find out somehow through your rewind skill um that uh that her mom is in the hospital and that nobody ever asks about her mom except for the queen bee mean girl and that's why she's friends with her you know what one cool thing that the game does is that when you when you rewind max is aware of having done the rewind so sometimes immediately afterwards she will give you this new context to the thing that just happened. Right. And sometimes even an insight. And I really didn't do that until maybe the third episode. <laughs> See, the first or second episode is where you get most of that stuff. Like what I was talking about with the mom <laughs> with cancer. In a conversation with Taylor, she says something about like an offhand comment about her mom. And then if you rewind, you get the option to ask her about her mom. And then you find out, oh, my gosh, she's sick. I'm so sorry. How she? And then later throughout the game, you get options to ask her, how's your mom doing? And she gives you updates on how her mom's surgery went and things like that. Um, and that's even that's well, a minor character in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. I spoke to Taylor once, maybe. Yeah. In episode four. That was it. Yep. And I'm one of those players that has to go talk to every single person and try and figure everything out. Um, so that was very, um, interesting. Uh, Okay. We haven't even gotten on to like the, the topics topics. Like it's, this game is so deep. (laughs) So, so, I mean, uh, let me know how you want to do this, but, um, I, I don't think that the, the story itself, like I, I don't feel like going necessarily in chronological order or going into much detail about what actually happens in the story. Right. But there were like there I, were a few I, key I, moments of being able to portray somebody in a situation like that. Like last week, I talked about the the suicide attempt. Um, yeah, yeah. So I kind of want to jump from like those moments to moments that were like the big, like well, those moments that you hesitated, those yeah. moments that were that they felt unique for being a game, like that, like that experience with Taylor, like that's interesting, right? Because you didn't have to rewind and use that comment that she made, but then that opened up all this other dialogue when you came back. Mm-hmm. And I know early on, one of the ones for me was uh, that moment when Victoria. The the big bad bully, uh, she when you do this thing when she says that you can't go into the dorm room right, right. and then you do the whole thing with the paint and then you have the option to either attack her like a like um, insult her or comfort her, and I thought about it for a while because she was so nasty to you yeah um, that I wasn't sure what to do what did you do what did I do I comforted yeah, you her comfort- yeah so did I. Because it didn't... It didn't fit to me. And that's the thing. Some people can play it like, what would Max do? But I did it like 
as if I were Max and how I felt. And I, I don't feel like I could be mean to somebody. I just, I yeah. would want to give yeah. her the benefit of the doubt. That is, that is one of the, um, that was one of the hardest things throughout the game where I felt that there were times when you were giving, you were given a choice that Max would never consider. Right. Like, it's a real choice. Yeah, you could have, you could comfort her or you could, you know, like insult her and, and make fun of her because, because of what just happened to her. She's an easy target. Yeah. But I don't think Max would ever consider that. So for me, it was weird. It like took me out of the moment. It's like Max would never think to do that. Why? Why? You know. And there were moments when I did things that I thought Max wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like later on, <laughs> you have this option, the dog option. Oh right? my god! I was. You so, are such a horrible person. <laughs> so 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 here so here's my here's my thinking uh, here. There was a, there's a part where um, you need to distract this dog, right? So the dog appears. You have this bone, and then you're given the option to throw it into a parking lot or throw it out into the street. Mm-hmm. And I thought Max would never throw it out into the street. Why would she do that? <laughs> so you just so, decided to throw it in the street. So I was very curious to see what would happen if I did that. And you would think that if I'm Max and I'm choosing that and her choice would be to throw it out into the street, she might say something like, oh, great. Like, uh, you know, he got hit by a car. This will buy us extra time. Or that's a better distraction than we could have hoped for. Something like that, right? Like what other reason would you have for putting that dog's life in danger? Instead, she is freaking out. She's like, no, no, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What have I done? What have I done? (laughs) So it's like, why did you – then it just made me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great because I didn't – I threw it in the parking lot. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, I would would not throw it into the street, but I was curious to see what would happen. And then I didn't rewind time. I left it. Uh, I, I said, I'm going to deal with the consequences of my actions. (laughs) And so I I let it go. The funny thing is that option – if you throw it in the parking lot, you end up – You, I think that in that one, later on, you have a confrontation with the owner of the dog, who's the local drug dealer, and you end up not being able to – like, you, no one gets hurt. There's, there's no way to either – I think that in that way – no one's able to get hurt in that situation. Because he appreciates that you took care of his dog. Right. Like that you didn't choose to hurt him. Yeah, that's not how it went with me. It became violent. <laughs> yeah, with and, me, uh, um, nobody got hurt in my option. Um, I also didn't realize that, like, that's one of the things that I missed. He has a gun that belongs to Chloe in, in, in when you're – I don't know. If you go in there and you find the gun, then Chloe has the gun, right? Well, I didn't realize the gun was in there, so I just went on to the next episode, and then he's got the gun. Oh no! I th- and I thought that I thought that Chloe was gonna die. Yeah. And throughout the game, that was my whole my whole thing. Like, oh, no, no, <laughs> Chloe can't die. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what other big moments? What um, other big moments? Um, yeah. Well, the big one that I didn't talk about last week um, was uh, the assisted suicide, um, the euthanasia um, yeah. moment. And that one, so in this world, you try to make things better um, 
with. So let's uh, let's rewind that a little bit more. Right? Ha, ha, so, ha, 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 ha. Oh, rewind that. I, I, so I did not do that on purpose. One of the big <laughs> issues in the game that you have to deal with is Chloe's father died when she was young, right when um, Max leaves town around that time, and so she has a lot of abandonment issues, and. Um, Max has the opportunity to try and fix that and and make Chloe's life better um or she so she thinks which was which was a risky move on in terms of the like the sci-fi-ness of the game yeah cuz you're always just rewinding them in a moment and that's the first time you see that you have the opportunity to go back in time pretty far back yes and that kind of changes everything from that point forward. But yeah, so there, you you get to do this, right? You get to actually go back two moments before the father dies in an accident, mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity to change it. And this, for me, this whole part for me was excruciatingly painful the, it it was for me i have the uh, i mean i've talked about it before i lost my mom when i was young um and it's she didn't die she died from a heart attack not from something like a car accident where you can be like if you don't go outside right now you're not gonna die but like yeah. the thought of being able to change things and what it would do and how it affects who i am today i would be very different there's so many experiences if my mom was still around that i wouldn't have had and there and you never know because you can't go back and change things whether you would give that up or not and then i think in this game it's because you're max and you have to make the choice for your friend to do this and like change and try to make things better for her because chloe is so angry in her life because her father died that that you think you're making things better and in some ways you are well, well, even just just throughout the whole – the moment that that happens, I was excited at first. And then honestly, I, I felt I, – I was mad that I was given the choice because this is such a huge decision mm-hmm. that it weighed very, very heavily on me. Like I, I felt uncomfortable that I was given like a person's life or death in, in my hands. Now, this has right. happened – You've been able to save somebody's life multiple times before, but this one felt huge. Because this like and, happened a long time ago and lots of yeah. things have changed rather than just a few minutes. And you're living through the experience as your 13-year-old self versus your 18-year-old With self. the brain of your 18-year-old self and yeah, the memories yeah, yeah. and all that. Yep. And so uh, Chloe looks very different. You look very different. And – and so first of all, like that was uncomfortable, but then I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. And then the game does this thing where it, it – you keep failing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You fail repeatedly to do it. So you actually fail to save him multiple times. I think I failed to save his life three times. I I got it on the first try. Are you serious? <laughs> okay. So, so, so imagine – Okay, so so let's compare what that feels like, right? Imagine deciding that you're you know exactly what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. So I pick up the phone and he's like, "No, no, no, like stop messing around." Oh, see, like, okay. I didn't know you could pick up the phone. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's one fail, right? Uh huh. Then he's uh, he says, "Okay, um, where are my keys?" So I rewind. I get the keys, right. and then there are actually all these hiding places in the living room. So I hit it in a in a vase, oh. and he uses beeper, and it rattled. So he took it, and then after that, you can't rewind until he leaves. So you actually see see the scene where he goes. Yeah. He starts walking out of the picture and fading out. And at that moment, it says – it gives you the option to rewind. Uh-huh. So at that point, I realize I don't have a choice. I have to save him. But right now, I fail to do so. And then you're, and he has this exchange with Max right before it happens. Mm-hmm. Something about um, like I'll never leave you is essentially, are essentially his last words to, to Chloe. Yeah. Which are ugh. yeah yeah. So then, so then I go back, and then I throw it in this wastebasket. So I'm like, okay, there's paper in there. Um, it it won't rattle, but it still beeped, and he heard it. He took the keys, and I had to watch him leave again and have that interaction with Chloe. There was a uh, so that's this is three. more excruciating than mine. <laughs> no, it was horrible. And then the fourth time, I think I was looking around for them. So I'm I I didn't get to this point, but I'm sure that if you take too long, he'll hit the button and he'll know that you have them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that. And I think I found another spot, but I'm not sure. I'm That may be when I finally I, I realized, oh, I can throw them out the window. Oh, see, I put them in the sink. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the first time I, I put it in the sink and it like negated the, it, it short-circuited it, the beeper. What? I threw it out the window, and then when he had the beeper, he didn't uh, do it. Oh man, that whole, oh that whole scene was like I'm just I'm reliving it now. That was really uncomfortable. That was really uncomfortable. This is this is the problem. See, it's like it gives you the like you have this hope that you can make everything that you can fix this. Maybe the the worst thing that has ever happened to Chloe, you can fix it. So it's like you're hopeful for a second, right? Like I'm going back and forth. Like I feel uncomfortable, right. but you're hopeful. And then I kept failing. So it felt it felt horrible. And there was a po- point when I thought this – You're like, can I just never fail? Yeah. It? I was like this stupid <laughs> game is making me go through all the motions to in the end find, actually uh, not let me do this. Just to show me that I, like, I have the power but that you know sometimes you can't make a difference or you can't fix everything. So mm-hmm. all this is going on in, in, inside my head. But then there's then there's the aftermath of that, and it has this animation to show you what's changed, and and you don't necessarily like it's a photo because the whole theme of the game is photography. It shows you in photographs of like what memories are lost and and what changes in the new timeline, um, and so you get to see everything that happens. Um, and you don't get context for certain things, but um, I think the 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 end of the second episode, I think, is when you realize you 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 wake up and nothing is the same. You're hanging out with the cool people, and your first thought is Chloe. I have to get to Chloe. I have to know what happened to her. And you get to her house, and she her dad answers the door, and you're like, yes. Mm-hmm. I saved the dad. But you know, because it's a game and a story, there's going to be a twist, right? And in most time travel 
um, games or, or stories or shows or whatever, there, there's always like some consequence for screwing with the, with the past. And um, Chloe rolls up in a wheelchair and she's paralyzed from the neck down. And the look on Max's face right. was like, oh, before you and see, she, before like you see she Chloe. she did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's her fault that her friend is in a wheelchair. And at the beginning of, of the next episode, you know, it sounds like, yeah, it's screwed up. Chloe's hurt. Chloe's blue hair is gone. She doesn't really get to be punk rock Chloe anymore. Um and she seems sad, but she's had all these great experiences with her dad and um, all these opportunities. And so it seems like at least she's happy with her life, even though she got in this horrible car accident and can't um, can't walk and can't bathe herself and can't feed herself. Um, but then you find out that she's actually really sick and may die soon, and she's in pain all the time. And she 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 feels she like she's a burden for her family. She sees how much it stresses them out. They can't afford. They're it. losing their house. Yep. They're yeah. Yep. Um, and there's one scene. Um, I don't know if you did this because you know you didn't have to, <laughs> but I explored everything. When you go upstairs. Um, and I went into Chloe's room the, and, and in the game you're playing in Chloe's room a lot and it's, it's a big, like emotional thing. Like, oh, I was here with her when I was a kid and you go into Chloe's room because it's upstairs in the house. Now she's moved downstairs into the garage, into a converted room. You go upstairs and her room is empty. Oh, um, completely empty? Completely empty except for some boxes and it's heartbreaking. Um, That's why I didn't like, want to see that. I I walked by the room, and I I mm-hmm. chose not to open the door. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. even want. I don't even want to see. And there's like that you can go when you go inside. There's like the family had her parents had bought crutches for her, like the arm crutches with the support on the upper arm, because they thought she was going to be able to walk uh. again and things like that. Um, and you can go upstairs and talk to her mother in the in the bedroom. In her, in her, in her father's bedroom, and um, yeah. So for 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 context, yeah. right? When when you go upstairs, you're going upstairs because she asked you to get her morphine. Yes. So I am already expecting that I'm going to have this option coming up, mm-hmm. and so I did not. I did not want to prolong this whole thing because I didn't. I did not know that it was going to happen. Like I was like, oh, she's going to give her her morphine, and that's going to be. That's going to be fine. No, I mean, because she, she said, like, no, my parents don't want to, like, they keep it upstairs, right? Like, that that, that this stuff is dangerous, you know? Yeah. So I, I assumed that something like that was going to happen. I was like, oh, no. I walked past the dad. I didn't talk to him. I didn't want to go into the room. I was like, I just, I just, I need to get through this part. And yeah, and sure enough, when you come back and she tells you to put the morphine uh, into the drip, she tells you, like, listen, I... My health is deteriorating. I'm dying anyway. I just want to go now. Like you, I want this last memory to be the good memory of reconnecting with you. Yeah, we had a great time. Like this is a good way to go. And then you have the choice to either euthanize her or not. Or they screw with you and they give you the choice. Oh, the, I don't to know. To not do anything. 
to say I don't know. Okay, so but ultimately you have to make a choice. So they give you this like prolonged like So what did you do? What what did you choose first? I accepted her request on the first on the first shot. On the first on the first shot. Yeah, I don't know what would It took me a very long time and I just let it sit there. But I was like I I don't like I don't know what I would do in real life and in a game it's a little easier because you're like okay, at least it's a game. And I was very connected to the character. So, so, but I also yeah. it was so tough. Yeah. It was so tough. Yeah. This is um there's a have you played Fire? That was the most heart wrenching and the one that I waited the longest on the decision. Have you played Firewatch? No, I've not played Firewatch yet. So and I've heard that I should not hear anything about it until I play it, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. It's it's not really it's not it's not it's not going to affect your experience um, okay. through the game. Uh, this is just set up. Like, th- this will convince you to play the game, probably. Um, okay. The game is about this guy. Firewatch is, is about this guy who essentially becomes a park ranger for a summer. Mm-hmm. The reason why he becomes a park ranger is that his wife has been diagnosed with uh, or is developing dementia, Alzheimer's. And he kind of just wants to get away from from that. Uh. And so so it's – but the beginning of the game, you're playing through in a very – a lot like this is like making choices and kind of like living a life. But it's a very, very fast version of him remembering meeting his wife all the way to her condition getting so bad that he can't take care of her anymore. And the way they do it, you don't play through that. You're kind of like – I don't remember if it's reviewing a journal or listening to audio logs or something like that. And it's very short. But it was the first time in my life that I've ever felt – like I've never – never in my life have I had to deal with something like that. And mm-hmm. and I felt – it was – it didn't feel good to have to make these choices about your wife – who was developing Alzheimer's. Like, these are things that people go through every day. I haven't gone through that. And, and I, f- I felt so much for the character because every option was an impossible one, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the, the, the amazing thing about Life is Strange, which within the story that it's telling, it gives you these moments that you don't consider, you would never expect to see in a, in, in a video game. And right. it allows you to experience something in a way that, again, like I, I've never had these experiences in real life, but I've thought about them. And mm-hmm. and I know people who have had to go through these moments. And, and I feel a lot of empathy for people who have had to do this more so now that I had these interactive experiences, right? At this point, these aren't games. These are these are interactive experiences where you're in there and you're invested. And at this point, this is like the third episode, right? Uh-huh. Um, third or fourth episode, and you're feeling like you know Chloe and you right. care about her at this point. Well, and and in the game, there's like different levels of caring about her because you can earlier in the game go through, and that's another decision I want to talk about. But you can. The kiss? Basically, the kiss Mm. and and the romantic aspect of it. So you can either 
love her as a best friend and be all in it with her as her best friend, or you can have romantic feelings for her. What did you choose? Uh, I chose to kiss her immediately. I, <laughs> that was you were crushing think, on on Chloe. Yeah, I was, <laughs> and I still am. I still am, and that's and part of that for me. Um, I think I told I told you last week. Like I didn't come out in in high school. I came out in college, oh. and living through this like nostalgia of like what young love and like what it would be like. And I had crushes on my best friends, and they didn't reciprocate them. And so immediately when she's like, "I dare you to kiss me," I was like, "Oh heck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and. I just, I knew for me that was going to motivate me for all the decisions that, like, I knew as if I were teenage Max, I would be head over heels in love with her and, like, do anything for her. So so does the kiss happen before or after the euthanasia? It happens before the euthanasia. Okay, right. So then, okay. So, so... Wow. Okay. So, so then how hard was it for you? Like at that moment, right? So, so we both, we both chose. It was, it was hard and painful, but, and I took a long time to wait to do it, but I didn't hesitate and say, I don't know. It, for me, it was either going to be a yes or a no. Um, and I thought about the fact that Chloe just wanted to die with dignity and and yeah. have a happy ending to her life. And so of of course I I was like agonizing over it and like, oh, what should I do? Should I be selfish and keep her around? What about her parents? Ah. But she's pleading with you like in the most heartfelt and like it's not just like fuck life dude i don't want to live anymore it's like i've lived as full a life as i'm going to live and it's going to get a lot worse in the next year and my parents are going broke and they're going to go broke just because they want to keep me around as long as possible and i don't think that i'm going to have a good life so please let me go. And also, and, you're you're the first person to come around who who could do this for me. Like there's nobody else essentially. Right. And so she's trusting Max with that. And so it was one of those things like would I let someone I love go if there was no hope but they were still happy in their life and you know, they were accepting and ready to do it and they wanted to die in a peaceful way instead of an agonizing painful lungs gonna give out kind of way um so, so the game oversimplifies this right euthanasia right. is a thing right um <laughs> yes. it is real and i believe i i should have i should have double checked but i believe I it's think, legal in oregon i think but it's not it's like, either Washington or Oregon, but one of those two states does have a death with dignity law yeah. where you can But it's get not a just like you can ask your friend and you do it and then it's all good. There are legal ramifications, no. there's all these things. <laughs> and the other thing is that in in this moment Chloe is 19 and if she talked to her doctors, she could do that, but I think because 
she doesn't want to let down her parents and like force them to have to watch that. Now, again, the fascinating thing is that this game is making us think about all of this. Right. right. And think- talk about it yeah. and, and get it out in the open and our feelings about having to make these decisions. I would like to think that if presented with that, I would also choose to to help the person with their choice, especially right. if, if they're like the way you described it was perfect. The way you described it was absolutely the reason why I accepted the offer, too. And I didn't choose. I don't know. Also, because, again, it was one of those moments that was so heavy. And I'm thinking about all of these things. But. But I was also thinking, regardless of what happens here, I'm sure I'm going to get the chance to rewind uh-huh. and undo this. But even with that, what? how do I want to leave this moment? And I didn't right. want to leave her suffering, even though well, ultimately it wasn't going to matter. Right, because you know what? You're going to, as Max, if, you're, if you are Max, you're going to remember this moment. And you're going to remember... And it, leaving your friend to suffer. Yeah. Well, again, or leaving your or killing your friend. Or killing your friend. Depends on so how you either look Either way, it. and that's one of those situations in the game where like either way it's a bad decision. Oh, yeah. And and again, in and in your case, you have a a romantic relationship with her. I chose not to kiss her. So to me she's still my best friend. Right. And and you know, that 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 can affect the way you see it differently too. Yeah. It yeah, this this game and the the fact that and I think in the director's commentary, I don't know if you got that far, um they t- they do talk about how playing the game, you are more active than cuz you see movies and TV shows and and books and comic books and things with these kind of um situations and themes. Situations yeah, yeah. all the time. But having to play it and be in it yeah. and make that decision is a whole other thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and you and you know, some of it, honestly, I would want so like some of this. If I had more issues with, say, a family member who died or something, I would want to talk to my therapist about what I played in this game, or play it with them, or something like that, because it is it's intense and it's real and. There's so many things to think about and things that I told you, like my mind would be going all night. Like I would be agonizing and I keep saying agonizing, but it's true. (laughs) I would be like anxious and like, oh, did I make the right decision? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? I, I have to, I have to help Chloe. Oh my God. I hope Chloe and Max end up together in the end. Like (laughs) it was, oh. Well, and, and not just with your therapist, right? Like we're friends and we've never talked about when you came out until this game. Until this. We've yeah. never talked about euthanasia. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've there's so many uh there's and there's still more we've been talking about this for I don't know how long and there's still more. There's still more. Yeah um to to, to wrap up this part, right, when when she uh when you make that decision and then you decide to undo this right so you choose or max essentially at this point you don't have a choice um that that whole experience is so hard for max that she chooses to go back and undo it but then it makes you play through that so now this is the fifth or sixth time that i have to see chloe's dad walk out the door tell her i'm never gonna leave you or none of us are and you have to and you have to watch knowing 
And it affects uh. how your your interaction with Chloe at the end of that scene because you know what's going to happen. Yep. And she doesn't yep. get it. And it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Did you ever tell Chloe later on? Yes, I did. I made the decision okay. to tell her. Well, I didn't know which option would uh, make me do that, and I don't. I'm not sure if we had an option. There, there but was. It ended up happening. There was an option to tell her um, nothing. You're nothing. right. You could just and say then nothing. there was, yeah. and then there was to tell her, and I don't know. It ended up being okay. I thought she. I thought she was going to be mad, but it was yeah. one of those things. She's like, "You saw my dad," and she's yeah. like, "This is." This is horrible that you had to go through all this. I can't believe that. Yeah, I was so and scared I, when I, she I, said, you saw my dad. I thought she was going to, like, snap at me or be angry. And as – because in my my headset, in my mindset, like, she – they're in love. Like, they're in love. And so, like, I don't want to piss her off because I don't want to lose that. Even with friends, it, you don't want to do that. But, like, this is, like, I've had crazy ex-girlfriends who, like, you say even a small thing – and they're going to go off the handle. Like, you didn't do my laundry with your laundry when I left it at your house or something? I don't know. That's just some random thing that, <laughs> that came in my head. It never actually happened. But, like, because that's kind of stupid. Uh, but, but, like, something that simple. Like, you didn't do this one little thing. But this is, like, you decided for me that my dad was going to die. Yeah. Um, And... I just, I was so relieved when she was, um, when she was accepting and like, oh my gosh, Max, I didn't realize how tough this was for you. And you had to see me die. You've had to see me die over and over again. And that's a theme in the game mm. is that she's yeah. going to die over it. Like one of the, the turning points in the beginning of the game is that like the first time you use your rewind power, you don't know it's her. But you save her from dying, um, and and so so as a as the for me anyway, you, right? You've seen two two students fighting in the bathroom. You're kind of hiding there, and one of them shoots the other. Yeah, which is just like messed up, uh, first of all. But then, yeah, there's like school violence is something you talk about in this game too, like <laughs> and domestic yeah. violence and like so many yeah. things. Yeah, and but that moment is so shocking. It was shocking to me, but it was so shocking to Max that that's the first time she's able to rewind mm-hmm. on 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 demand. Essentially, that's when you learn how to do that, and and then you you kind of replay it so that that girl doesn't die, and then later on you realize, oh, that girl with the blue hair was my old friend Chloe, who didn't look like that mm-hmm. when I left five years ago. Yeah, and oh, so. The whole thing about seeing Chloe dying over and over again. It was heartbreaking. Like I – because I, I have this yeah. emotional connection to Chloe, like as my inner like teenage lesbian like wanting to <laughs> – uh, I was like, no, she can't die. She can't die. She has to be with Max. She has to be with Max. She has to be with me. I love Chloe. <laughs> um, so I was counting how many times she died in my playthrough. And or where did you just the times she died or the times that you had to save her from dying because there are times where to move the story forward you have to save her but she doesn't I don't know 
That's a good point. Because <laughs> there's the Just, whole thing with the train tracks. And I'm like, oh, she's going to die again. And it's like the universe is trying to make her die. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which I didn't finally the, get the importance of that until the end of the game. But <laughs> in the in the in the junkyard scene where she's shooting the bottles. Uh huh. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. If this, yeah. I don't know if this happened to you, but there was one time where if you shot the car in the wrong spot. Yep. It, it hits her. Yep. And I was like, no, come on. I because immediately you, was like, rewind, rewind, rewind. It was so much. It, it also made her it, it made her seem fragile in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like because like, she's the I tough have to be, badass. Uh, but, but like you have to be so careful because your actions can result in her death. Mm-hmm. And and then seeing her like you actually see her die multiple times. And it's just like that scene with the father where the father like – you have this horrible moment and then you're reliving it over and over again. And now – and, and that one was like out of the blue, the one in the uh, – when she gets shot in the – Yeah. In the junkyard. I was like, no, oh, come on. You got to be kidding me. And man, I mean she gets, you, got, you guys get in trouble. <laughs> and, and, think right? of, and think about how that might screw with your head if you like – like obviously no one is going to see their friend die that many times. But like – because you can't rewind and then the friend is back and then they die and then you rewind. But – I mean there there are some parallels here with like um, – PTSD, PTSD and flashbacks. Right? And, and reliving yeah. a memory, uh, an intrusive memory over and over again. But just but, think about – But that's what not really what's to, happening to, in the game. And to see your best friend or your your romantic interest die, someone you care about so much, you see them die over and over and over and in some situations there's it feels like there's nothing you can do and then you finally figure out how to fix it and it's just uh so so we'll, so we'll, we'll skip around but 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 uh the the end of the game right the last right. decision that you have to make uh. you realize that all of the choices that you've made from the beginning right for again from the moment you get your powers you've been saving her life and the idea um oh the, yeah the we concept, didn't even talk about the whole like the the whole other issue in the world that all this supernatural stuff is happening <laughs> right yeah so the the idea is that you are you're messing with time and you know they keep bringing up chaos theory so essentially things are trying to like self correct and and think weird things are happening and so there's this giant storm and tornado actually there's like a two moons and all this there's weird all stuff kinds is of weird stuff happening like whales all beaching the beached whales yeah yeah um and so you get to the end of the game, which actually is the first scene that you see in the game. You see this giant tornado about to destroy the city. And so at the end, you realize or you've come to accept at least that all this stuff is happening because you keep going back in time and messing with things. To save and her. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, yeah. At the end, you realize, oh, to save her really has been the whole um, idea. You're really and, trying to help a lot of people. And that was when I that was when I realized that – that's why you keep seeing her die over and over and over again because the universe is trying to right itself and kill her. <laughs> um, they don't uh, – yeah, I, I mean that's, that's one way to – That's one to, way to read it and that's how I read yeah, it. Um, yeah. I, it took me a while to figure out that there's a symbol of a butterfly every time you can make a decision that affects things later. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, man. when it, Before we got to the final decision, I was like, oh, butterfly effect. And I went back to remembering yeah. that movie. And yep. 
Ah. Yeah. The theory of the, you know, the, the butterfly effect. And the first butterfly, that, right before she gets shot, you see this blue butterfly that has the same color hair as her. She has a tattoo of a butterfly. Like, there's all mm-hmm. this stuff. And and so the last decision in the game is once you accept this and and Chloe accepts this, you have to choose whether or not to go back to the beginning again, to that first part where that you first, first got your moment. powers, and let her die so that none of this stuff happens and the city doesn't get uh, destroyed or the town doesn't get destroyed by this Category 6 tornado. Or you can sacrifice – I think it says sacrifice Chloe or sacrifice Arcadia Bay. Which is which the, is the, the town. And, 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 and Chloe so, says it's okay. She says because she doesn't want to see her mom get hurt, right? She doesn't think it's fair. She's only one person. Right. And, and, but she ultimately says, Max, you're the only person who can make the decision. Because like it's, it is your so, choice. Like you'll, nobody else has the ability to make that choice. And that, so and, and it that, is yours. It's that same kind of moment where with the, with the euthanasia, um, where she's telling you it's okay. And you're just like, but I, you're my best friend. You're Chloe. I can't do it. I can't. And then you got to make a decision. And so. That one, I didn't hesitate. (laughs) The what? That one, I didn't hesitate. I was like. So I was, I was about to get to that too. I barely hesitated. Yeah. But it wasn't so much because I didn't want to lose Chloe. Mm -hmm. It was because I couldn't stand. I didn't even want to see what the game was going to show me mm-hmm. if she died again. Like I was so sick of seeing her die that I didn't want to see it again. And I didn't want to see the the effect on Max that it would have to after all of this mm-hmm. – just go back and let her die anyway. Because like you said, she's going to remember all this stuff that happened, which there's a lot of other stuff we haven't talked about. And yeah. and maybe at least for me, I didn't talk to everybody in the town. I didn't know anybody in the town. I tried to get the drug dealer killed. I threw the dog <laughs> in the street. I didn't I know saved, I had water I saved, as a plant. I saved plant everybody. I helped everybody. I, got, I, I made love connections, got some people um, – Talking to each other. I let Alyssa get hit. <laughs> I saved Alyssa every time. Um, oh. I made friends with the mean girls and tried to get them to be nicer. I saved the girl who ch- tried to jump off a building and and her life had gotten better. And I said, screw it. They can all die. <laughs> okay, so in... <laughs> I went and, but that wasn't what was in my head. It wasn't like I'm, I'm being glib now, but then it was I personally could not watch her die. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I couldn't make what I went through mean nothing. Yeah. All yeah. those things, all those, every time I saved her, I went back and dealt with watching her dad die and saving him and and then watching him die again and having to know that I caused my best friend all this pain and all these horrible things that I saw, I couldn't have it mean nothing. I needed to know that in the end, Chloe was going to be there and she was, it was all for something. Um, plus, you know, it, 
the pretty girl made me make stupid decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I barely hesitated, but it was more, it was more about not wanting to to have that experience at the end. And and it's weird because once you chose again, so we neither of us know. Did you go back and do it differently? No. That, so I I haven't either, and I doubt I will. Maybe I'll check on YouTube. I I, like, I think I I think I need to go. I need to get those trophies. I gotta go back and get some of the photos <laughs> I missed. But um, trophies. Yep. Yep. Um, but that that part right afterwards, right? So the essentially they're out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. They know that where they're standing, they're gonna watch the town get destroyed by the tornado. And they just hold each other in the rain, and it's beautiful. They do. <laughs> but then they drive through the town and they didn't even stop at the diner to check if Chloe's mom was okay. So I'm they assuming everybody died. They didn't yeah, they didn't stop, but I mean all the they assumed everyone died. Like all the they did yeah. like slow down in town and like look around and Chloe gave her like a gave Max like a reassuring like like nudge on the shoulder or something with her hand and um then they decided to leave town. Um hopefully to go at least in my version, to go be together and go to college and, and I don't know, rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious about how that relationship made some of the other scenes different. Yeah, a lot but, of but we'll, when when you kiss her, there's a lot of comments later on, like, "Whoa, Max, I let you, I let you kiss me once, and you go all crazy." Like when she's trying, because <laughs> she gets, she comes back from one of these bad memories when when Chloe dies and, like, jumps on her and gives her a hug and it's like, oh, Max, I let you kiss me once and now you're all over me? Thanks for the morning grope. And it was, like, it was funny. Like, oh, it was, it was <laughs> funny. But they did design so many different things. And yeah. there's one thing we didn't talk about. Um, there's, a f- there's a few. Like, one, but one major thread that, like... um. Kate? Kate? No, not Kate, because we talked about Kate last week, but we can talk about Kate we now. We didn't really talk about Kate. No, we, we can talk about Kate, Kate too, but um, Rachel Amber, who is Chloe's, mm. um, basically Chloe's surrogate Max when Max went away and her best friend, and it seems like they might they had a, a romantic relationship. This was, this was Chloe liking Amber, uh, Rachel, but Rachel was with Frank. Right, so, right. And yeah. so... Rachel goes missing and later you find out all kinds of things about why and we don't need to go into the details about that. But um, she goes missing and Chloe's motivation through the whole thing is trying to find her friend. Um, And the scene where they find Rachel's dead body. um, Yeah. That – and in the director's commentary, it talked about how raw the voice actors were when they were doing that scene. Like they were both actually crying. And th- well, before before that, when they find the pictures, oh. I think was it I I I couldn't tell if it was Max or Chloe that said, "Why is he putting her in that hole in the ground?" Oh, Chloe said that, and right? she's just so, frantic after that. And that's one of those things that. Your brain's not registering what's happening, right? Like you, right. the last thing – like you don't think she's dead. She's like, it's so that, posed. It's posed. It's, it's yeah, a posed that thing, picture. Yeah, that scene just looks weird. And obviously, yeah, if it was Chloe, then it's Max that's going like, 
she's dead, right? She's mm-hmm. obviously – and then you're right. She's frantic. She's like, no, we need to go there immediately. And and that whole scene is like really tough to watch because there's flyers all over town, right? Uh, have you seen Rachel Amber? And you know that it's – you find out that it's Chloe who's putting them up. Right. And she's and just th- – that's her – it's like her whole world is, is Rachel. Um, yeah. And there's this theme for her of – Everybody leaves. Her dad died. Rachel left her. She thought just like she went missing or somebody kidnapped her or whatever. Um, or she just left town without her. So Rachel left her. And then Max had left her when she left five years ago. And then there was when she found out that Rachel was with Frank, it was like, oh, Rachel left me for Frank. And oh, it's... Yeah. And then the circumstances surrounding all of that, again, present some things that are just very uncomfortable to watch and mm-hmm. then experience, right? So there is the the insinuation, mm-hmm. right, of date rape and drugging and of girls at parties. And-, and well, we don't know about the torture and stuff until later, right? But yeah. throughout it, you're like – like Nathan is drugging these girls and and doing and then recording them. them on video, yeah. right? Which is what leads to um, Kate being harassed at the school and cyberbullied, and and she doesn't remember any of that happening. And then again, there's this connection of like this rich kid Nathan doing this, right? And mm-hmm. and so. Damn it, like you're playing through this story where these things are happening and you're you're in a position to kind of call attention to this kid who is doing some really bad things. But his parents own the school and they they have the <laughs> Yeah, power. And, and that stuff Yeah, and again, that stuff is like just like that the movie part of it, right? But yeah. the fact that you have the choice to like, yeah, of course I'm going to tell on this guy. And every single chance I got, I ratted on on Nathan. Oh, yeah. And I tried to do anything um, that I could to to mess him up. To say something at risk to yourself and your scholarship at that school. Yep. Every and, single time. Yeah. Now, the set, the, the tragic part of, of that is that uh, Nathan is a kid. And the only time that they really mention mental health is regarding Nathan. Nathan is that, under medication. That's Nathan, not true if you save Kate. Oh, which I okay. Well, well, which I did. We'll get to that. We'll, we're moving towards. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Nathan uh, again in my playthrough. There's you know he's taking medication. There's discussion of you know, and it's it's the the sad um, trope of the person with the mental health issues committing a crime. Now yeah. the the difference here is that he, although you assume throughout the whole thing that he's this horrible person, he's being manipulated by somebody else who's really doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. and which just makes his story tragic. Then, right? Um, and you do, and you, at least for me, I felt sorry for him at the end. At the end, I did. There was because there's a part where he calls and he like he's I'm so sorry, I mm-hmm. I didn't mean to, I didn't I didn't know, and you find out he ends up getting killed by. The person, the guy. yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. even have to say who it is. It's not even. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but then but then you do realize that there's like this bunker where these girls have been drugged, and that was creepy. And this person <laughs> is taking pictures of them, and all of that is messed up. But you're like investigating. You're trying to stop this. But then you end up in that position 
And you're in that position for a really long time, mm-hmm. and which is uncomfortable, and you're trying to use your powers to get out of it, and like Victoria's on the floor. Like that whole part, like again, it's one of those things where how often do you get do you get to play as a character who's been drugged and kidnapped and essentially used for now the uh the game never implies that any of the girls have been sexually assaulted. But at the beginning that's I kinda that's what you I kinda got it with the Rachel thing. Um, I don't think I think uh, they it's might have Rachel said- I, so, yeah, but they there was something about when he was laying with her in one of the pictures, I think. Um, well, again, I think it was – the There was something they that, said that really made me think that it happened with her, um, hmm. but not well, that, that one was Nathan. Right? Yeah. That one was Nathan. So it's it's possible. But but at least towards the end, it they show that the, the main guy isn't actually – hurting them he's just putting them in these poses cuz he's sick and likes to take pictures of of that moment of these girls just like drugged and and tied up mm-hmm. and again it's all messed up but at at the very least i didn't think at that point that you know i'm max at least i didn't think i was going to get raped or anything like that or i was trying to avoid that right at least i was trying to avoid murder which honestly is like it's a completely different feeling in yeah. a game, right? Yeah. Um, so I think you know it's still uncomfortable, yeah. and at least this is a, this is again one of those moments where you know, like you you may know somebody who's had an experience where they're not sure if somebody put something in their drink and they don't remember what happened the night before, and and you're playing this game within this context, something that again it it can bring up some stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, and and at least you can talk about this topic and and because that's something that happens and it happens a lot mm-hmm. and again there isn't a lot of mental health talk in terms of Nathan so so let's jump to Kate then because I'm curious about this yeah because you and I had very different experiences the one thing we didn't mention is one of the mechanics of the game is you after each episode you can compare notes with your friends basically, yeah. on the decisions yeah. you make. And you can see, and Josue and I did it differently, right? He sent me screenshots of his decisions, so I knew what happened. But it's anonymous, basically, on the um, on the, on the the game. And you can see what percentage, not necessarily this friend said did this or this friend did that. But you can see generally how your friends and how the world decided to play. Um, yeah, and 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 in some cases it was like, you know, fifty fifty, and you know, and so some it's like a hundred zero, or sometimes yeah. it's like seventy five percent and twenty five percent. Like it's very well. I have very few friends who played it, so that's why those numbers were very clear to yeah, you know, yeah. know what happened as the game progressed. Less people played it. I think it was just you and me at the end. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, how is it? How how can we get fifty percent when I know there's at least three people playing? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but there's that and you can compare notes. So that's how right now we know that things happen differently. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I sent them to you and you told me kind of a few different things. I, but I you would, mentioned I would, yeah. I was, jo- I was joking that you're a horrible person, but I, <laughs> I was like, what? You couldn't save Kate. I almost said, what kind of therapist are you? <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but that would have been horrible. Cause, um, 
you know, ther- therapists do. Well, it is a horrible thing to say. Um, and therapists because do that lose a patients lot. a lot. All the time. Um, yep. And yep. Uh, I once had a clinical supervisor who I, I had my supervision with her and she looked tired. Yeah. And I asked her, like, how are you feeling? Like, are you – you seem very tired. And she just looked at me and she said, yeah, um, I was – I think she had lost – it was something like four patients recently. Mm-hmm. And because she was covering for somebody else and like it's all sorts of stuff. There's like, all it's kinds just, of things. But Yeah, depending on where you're working, like that can be different. Like it's just it's just a reality. I mean that's a that's a that's a again But even I think we'd have be having this conversation. Yeah. But yeah. But even playing this game and you and I having the different experiences, it's either way you go, there's different things like you have to you have to deal with like consequences of either saving her or not saving her that brings up all kinds of things in your head. Like if I hadn't saved her, I might have been like, oh man, I should have said this. And I'm sure people in real life who try to talk to the, their friends or their or therapists who talk to clients or whoever, if you know somebody that's tried to hurt themselves or succeeded um, in completing suicide, it's... Um, there's all these thoughts of I could have done this differently. What what didn't I what did I miss? What would have brought them one cuz the in this scene she's standing on the edge of a building. What would have brought her a step closer to me instead of a step further away? Um I I I used to work for a um suicide hotline and you know that's something that's just like it's hard, mm-hmm. you know? It is hard. And because of what you're saying, like you if you really – if you just stop to think about it, I mean, there are moments when you're – you know, you keep replaying things in your head and you're like, what could I have done differently? Did that work? Or even worse, like when you're on the hotline, you don't necessarily find out – What happened. If what you did worked or not. Right. And so that's that's a lot of stuff. But but in, in, in the case of Kate, it was – for me, it was really weird because I didn't know that you could save her because when I did it, it was almost – it almost made it seem so. Also, you don't have your power at this moment for some reason. You lost your power. Well, and right? and there's storyline reasons for why it might not work so well at that moment. But yeah. But right. So for whatever reason, you don't have your power. So whatever happens here just happens. And so I went through it, and it happened so fast. Really, I didn't even feel like I had an opportunity to save her, and I have no idea what I did before. To get me to that point, mm-hmm. because I was I was good to her, but I think I I pressed too hard on Nathan, mm-hmm. and then other people were harder on her, and like it was this. I have no idea. Again, we're we're, we're doing what you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. So for me, it wasn't like I had a couple questions. I think I had one question, really, and I answered, and it was kind of done. And also, um, again, for for like. Talking about moments that were just difficult to watch. Oh, you so when she's on top of that building, you have to watch her first. You have to watch her. Yep, from the ground, and the whole school is watching. You watch her from the ground. And you watch her fall. And, and you don't and see you her hit the floor. Her, you can't because see her of the hit crowd. the ground, but you know it happened. Yep. And then there's a second time that it happened um, mm-hmm. because you're still figuring out like what can I do. 
Right. And so she goes back up and then then down again. And then in my case, I saw her a third time from a from a different perspective. So from I saw her jump yeah. three times. See, and I only saw it twice. <sighs> and one of them I wasn't as close up. And at least – um, and, and you got to – I say like her, I right? saved her. I didn't. I didn't save her. Like I, I got to see it three times. It's kind of the same thing with like with the father. It makes you go through this whole emotional, like it, it, it gave me so much hope, right? That I could do something about it, and then ultimately, I couldn't. And I, I honestly, that have must no have. Idea. This, this must have really messed with your head. You just can't. Like it's like you can't win. You felt like this game was out to get you. I was. <laughs> I have some feelings about the game. All right on on. Yeah, I have very mixed feelings. At least you know that I had a very different experience. And you, you um, got a girlfriend. You saved. Kate. I got a girlfriend. I saved the dad on the first try. I saved Kate. Um, the thing with Kate was, and I think you had to snoop around in her room and find out what kind of motivated her and because I was the person that went and looked at every little picture and every little flyer and everything um, I had like three or four things I had to go through um, and I basically I supported her with saying that Nathan was had done something to her and then you I care about you and I'm here for you and then something about um, what about your sisters would they how are they going to feel when you do this? Um, and so it's giving her a reason not to jump. Um, yeah. See, I didn't have any that, options. Really. Yeah. I just had the one. Yeah. yeah. Because you aren't a Snoopy, Snoopy person like me and, and creeping around everyone's <laughs> rooms. And um, there's, yeah, that, oh, that was, that wasn't it. And I told you last week, that was an intense moment. Like, yeah. Again, from beginning, I from, I couldn't imagine what would have happened if I had, if I hadn't been able to save her. For me, it was very intense. Yeah. So you know that there are moments afterwards where you see Kate again, because mm-hmm. you go back in time and all that. So for me, like she's she's dead. You're like, oh, yeah. I what what can I do differently to help? Yeah. Yep. Ultimately, we killed everybody at the end, right? <laughs> That's true. Matter. All that work is, um, yeah. But at at my ver- well, and I don't know because in my version, after that happens, you know, you're the school hero and everybody loves you, and there's this whole idea of like we need to be nicer to Kate, and all these people realize, oh, th- th- we were messed up. Um, for bullying her and at one point I can't remember where in the storyline it is and it doesn't matter but Chloe takes you to the hospital to visit Kate what um, yeah um, and she's drawing again and um, working on illustrating a children's book and she wants to collaborate with Max and and have Max take pictures and they do a children's book together. They they want to do that and they plan that in the future. Um, and she has a get well card that everybody in the school signed, even the bullies except for Nathan. Um, <laughs> Again, and we're talking about like content that I've tons of content that I didn't even see because right yeah. And and Kate helps and Kate helps you later on get into Nathan's room, 
Um, what? Yeah, she texts you and stuff. And there's and there, there's a whole part of the game where there's texts going back and forth and you can read different things. And every time the storyline changed, I went through and read all the different things yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool because Kate would text you and be like um, – are you taking good care of my bunny rabbit? Cause you're ta- when she survives, you take care of her bunny rabbit and you like are able to tell her like, Oh, the bunny's doing fine. And I'm taking better care of the bunny than I am of my plant. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's, yeah, it's a very different experience. And then you come out of, and Chloe has in the game been jealous of all of Max's friends at the school. Um, And so, uh, Chloe, um, it was very interesting to see Chloe take her to see Kate and then she's like, don't, I'm not going to go in. Um, I'm going to sit outside and wait for you. Um, take your time. My Chloe was never jealous because I I didn't pay attention to anybody else. Really? Because I thought I saw that you answered Kate's phone call at the diner. Yeah, but it was it was absolutely because like Chloe in mine. Chloe was like, "Why did you have to answer the phone? You talk to these people all the time, and you see them all the time. Why aren't you paying attention to me?" And then she gets into an argument with her mom. So for me, she was really jealous about all these other people. And then in the end, or not in the end, but when you go see Kate, it was a flip for her. Like, and there there were other things like. Um, you talk about finding out what happened to Kate and she's like, but we need to find out what happened to Rachel. And so it's this like conflict and it's not really like, it's more of a passive aggressive kind of argument rather than like real jealousy. It's just like pushing on Max. Like, why are we focusing on Kate? I know she almost died, but you know, we need to focus on Rachel because she's still out there and missing. I'm sorry you and, and Chloe had to fight so much. I know it was it was it was lovers' quarrels all the time. <laughs> Made me want to be with her even more. <laughs> um, but then at the hospital, Chloe was very patient and was like, "I'm glad we went to see her. I'm glad she's okay. Let's go take care of things." Um, wow. So that was that was cool. Okay, this game, um, I'm telling you. And so that's the thing. I don't know if Kate is alive or not because you don't ever see where in the map or anything where the hospital yeah. is. And I never see it in the the long shot with the tornado. So you don't know. She could be like 10 miles out of town, nowhere near this tornado. So my comment before about her dying anyway is actually untrue. She's the only person it, you can actually really save in the whole town. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Man. Yeah, again, like this this game So you're a failure. Uh, thank you. <laughs> this game this game makes you feel a lot of stuff because it makes you sacrifice things. Again, like mm-hmm. there's this like there's that, you know, trip to San Francisco and then oh. she turns that back and then you know, there's all these things and And you see like a perfect life. You get glimpses of like what would happen and it would be perfect. And then this one thing and you're like, oh, I might as well. I need to go back to the other way it was because Chloe's not in this world. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, again, within within the, the larger story, there are all these moments that I I think, I don't know, for me, at least they are they are unique gaming experiences that I've never had. And mm-hmm. and I'm curious why why the game 
you know, has won as many awards as it has, the recognition it has. Games for Change recognized it. And I think there's a lot of their narrative think, awards and things like yeah. that. And and because of the structure and stuff like that, I get that. But I wonder how many of them like take into consideration the type of thing that we're talking about, right? Which is like those right. those moments where you are you're just feeling something that you don't expect to feel when you're playing a game. And regardless of the thriller aspect towards um uh you know episode four and the the sci-fi aspect of the time travel it's really just Mm -hmm. a mechanism to allow you to have moments like euthanize or not or or not to euthanize and save the father and then watch the father die again and then to be able to have those moments that are very close to you know real moments right this isn't happening Mm -hmm. on another planet this isn't happening to aliens, this isn't magic. No, this, this is... isn't a very real, yeah. like, not, it's not a real town in Oregon, but there are towns like it in Oregon. Yeah. Like, either you um, know Max, or you are Max, or you were Max, you knew a Chloe, you liked the Chloe, right? Um, a lot of those characters, mm-hmm. everybody's known a Kate, everybody's known an Alyssa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Alyssa. <Yeah. laughs> Poor Alyssa. I saved her every time. Every time, oh, I I think I saved her twice. She kept getting like people kept throwing things at her, and you could you could always warn her. And, yeah. Oh, well, and that. then she later gets to help you. Really? No, I didn't help her yeah. enough for that. Oh, that sucks because <laughs> she saves you when something in the tornado tr- comes to hit you. What? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So um, oh yeah, that, during that tornado, I was there was like this homeless person under a garbage something. And I saw, and, a, and I saw that it said, "Oh, homeless. you didn't save her." I didn't even, I didn't even walk over there. It was one of those things. Well, so many things were happening, right? And I knew I was like, I just need to get to this picture and go back well, but, and fix this. But to save her, you have to talk to her in an earlier episode and warn her about what's going on. Oh, so so she was probably already dead. This game again, like the conversation that we just had, <laughs> is incredible. Also, there are, um, there's. Um, Domestic violence, there is... Which I didn't get that in mine. Um, um, what do you mean? I knew about what happened in yours because of oh. um, watching the director's commentary, but I never managed to hide um, before he got in, before Chloe's stepdad comes into the room. And so I was there and he didn't hit her. Oh, um, Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where you're in the middle of, a, of this uh, domestic dispute. Right between uh, you know he's her stepdad and, and 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 Chloe, and yeah I hid and there was that was a big deal because not only did it did that come into play later when he he slaps her in the face, he, not only that but you are I didn't intervene at that moment and she mm-hmm. kept bringing it up later on that I didn't step in right. to help her, but she also keeps saying. Um, I because I saw some of the footage. Like it would have been worse if you'd been there. But there's another uh, part later where I do step in and I step up to mm-hmm. the stepfather, and that causes the mom to kick him out of the house. I got that. Part. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you know, again, it's these situations where these these situations have an effect on what's happening, um, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. There's a lot of like illusion of choice sometimes here, but some of those things, yeah. these things, regardless, you are in the middle of it, and mm-hmm. like it's a domestic dispute, right? And you're, you're like that first scene when you talk to to Chloe's mom. 
I mean, I've had that conversation where I see somebody after many, many years and you're reminiscing about somebody who's passed and you're talking about like why you weren't there and you're talking about how things used to be and and the Uh mom is like – worried about her daughter because now she's obviously rebelling and she hopes that now that you're there things will be different and that 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 scene takes a long time and and it's completely interactive you're choosing the options and you're having this conversation right. with the mom again like a lot of games aren't uh again like is it a game or is it not a game i don't know it was it was definitely an experience and i wonder how differently i would have played it actually i wonder if i would have finished the game had I not committed to discussing it with you this week, because there were mm. moments where I was I was a little overwhelmed. I that I I was overwhelmed at playing, and I just I I had to push through, and because of the episodic format, I was able to okay, I finished that episode. I'm going to take a break because there were times where and the, there were a lot of things that triggered things in me like not like I didn't have like I didn't have like any severe reaction like physical reaction or like flashbacks to anything in my life but there were definitely like welling tears and like I cry, I cried a lot in in some of the in some of the scenes and like I just the tough decisions you have to make and like things like dealing with the death of a parent. Um, obviously I'm not the friend of someone who's lost a parent, but like I have lost a parent. And so watching the dad go out the door, um, the, the Uh. like two times that I saw it was really hard for me. Um, and like, like I said, even there were joyful moments where I was like overwhelmed. Like the whole thing, the music would make me like, there was a time that I think right before you end up kissing Chloe um, or not kissing Chloe, they're in bed in the morning. Cause Max stays the night after they got caught. And oh, when they were broke into the pool and they were in the pool swimming, I was like, please just, just make out. Please, please. Because I knew there was going to be some kind of option to kiss her at some point in the game because I'd heard it before. Um, and I thought it was then, but it's in the the next day. Um, but the morning time, it just was like the subtle movements that they made, like with their feet, like bumping a foot to another foot. And I was like, I remember that kind of stuff when I was first like flirting with girls and things. And, ah! and it just emotionally it was a good feeling but it was overwhelming and i i let there was a a point in that where you can let it just um play and and the music and it'll loop the like the camera angles and stuff you can just listen to the song and decide when you want to get up and i just let it sit there for so long i was like i didn't want to get out of that moment because it's so innocent to me um (laughs) And it was cute. And nothing in life is innocent after after a while. <laughs> Maybe children. <laughs> Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Oh. I'm an old grumpy married lady. That's what's wrong that, now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Again, I don't. Um, I don't. I there, don't there are definitely different things we get out of this game, and um, it's really cool to to discuss and compare notes on this. Yeah. And the idea of of uh, of different scenes in media acting as conversation starters or 
or situations to, um, that can create or scenarios that can or media that can create empathy, right? Mm-hmm. This game is just in- incredible at that because, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I think it was really smart the way they 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 did all of that, you know. And it, if it were just if it were all just moving in one straight line and it was like a thriller and it didn't have the the rewind ability and all this other stuff it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same it would have sucked Mm-mm. probably <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but they designed it that no of course way. of course and it's yeah. just and it's a it's to me it's a beautiful piece of art that um it's built a huge community around itself. Oh yes, so let's um, actually. So so one of the reasons why we talked about it today, um, one of the things that got me excited was that you told me that the game had kind of like a warning, right? For right, not so much a warning, kind of like a hey, if any of the stuff that's coming up in this game, you know, you 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 feel like you need to talk about it, here's some information for that, and that is. That may be the best thing that the game has done. Because obviously everything, every part of this game, there's like every episode has at least a few things that could trigger somebody or affect somebody. Um, If I didn't, some people don't have friends to talk to or they feel comfortable talking to about serious things like suicide and euthanasia and domestic violence and coming out friends being missing and there's just every, it keeps going and going this game ha- covers so many things now while, while i believe in the power of 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 media to be able to affect people right to make them feel something i'm also well aware that some people will play this game and be completely just shrug the whole time through and just try to get trophies right. and get the pictures and figure it out and and not not necessarily not only not care, but may not necessarily feel anything, right? And mm-hmm. um, different people, like y- you and I, cry, on a, you know, when we watch stuff. I mean, there there are people like that. Other people are like, meh, you know, they would have never gotten past that first episode. So, right. but for the people who were affected and who were affected deeply, right, to the point where, again, like you and I have been texting each other. I've been sending you my, the results for my game. I've been looking forward to mm-hmm. having this conversation. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot more. I'm sure you've talked about it with your wife. Like, it's, yes. it, this was like, we, we have our own community, right? Including listeners, right? Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking to people now, and it's a game where we can talk to, talk to people for, for a long time about uh, games, not only this game, but other games like it. But the fact that it has this. Um, message. Now, it's not like flashing on the screen. It's scrolling among other messages. But it's like, hey, if you need some help, check it out. And it has these resources yeah. for different countries about who to call. And um, we just checked it earlier today, right? It was the, the suicide right. hotline in the U.S. and the stomp bullying. And stomp, stomp out bullying yeah. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Because those are... Because that is a, a big topic in, in the thing. But even the suicide line is you can call for support to talk yeah, yeah. To talk just about anything yeah. um i wish they would have put something like the lyric hotline on there or something yeah. um, 311 is always a good like in the united states that's a general 
Very good. And I mean, not 311, 211 is the number. 211. Well, 211 is a very good number in the United States too. It connects you to different types of hotlines. So if you just need to talk or, or you need some help. So there, I mean, that that is incredible. That may be like the biggest win. The fact that it's responsible in that. It's yes. not just a rating. It's not just a, a tag, you know, saying, hey, you know, be careful, tread, tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> in the commentary, the directors knew what they were doing, um, and they wanted to be conscious of what was going on um, with all all these social issues and, and things that could really affect people. And they wanted to make sure that people had a place to go and some way of knowing um, that they may be affected by what's going on. You may not even realize that you've been affected what, by what happens in the mo- in the game until later. Um, yeah. And they've had people call them or not call them, but write to them saying, thank you so much for this game. It helped me deal with these issues I've been going through, or it helped me be able to, to talk about um, coming out to my parents, or um, it made me feel okay having these feelings about suicide or whatever, and it helped me get help. So, um, and I didn't just get that from the commentary. Like I've seen like the forums and and stuff for the community uh, for um, the game. And I think it's just amazing to see the kind of support that's been built around. And there's always like trolls and stuff too, but (laughs) um, for the most part, I haven't seen that in, in this um, yeah. Situation. What a game. This is a, this is what an episode. This is a very long episode. <laughs> yeah. <been> the longest <laughs> one in a while. Um, yeah. But I think it was important to, to give this. Nah, um, these deep dives, these deep dives are great. And, and again, it shows, it shows everything that we want to, want to point out <laughs> again. And there is more to talk about in the game, but, but I think this is, we've touched all the biggest moments. I mean, and we've both been, very honest about how uh, what the feeling was like to play a game like this and i'm not ready for another game like this anytime soon like i need a break no no and i need some shooting and some like jumping and smashing things i've been playing god of war 3 <laughs> to kind of mindless um like there were times when i got i got up after the game uh, playing the game and i asked my wife if i could have a hug like i just <laughs> i needed that because it was just so where she would look at me and be like do you need a hug like what's going on i need to play so, like a uh, yarn yoshi game or a, or mm-hmm. a kirby game <laughs> yeah no i yeah it's uh yeah it's very, but it it ha it has its moment, like its importance. No, and, it's it's it was honestly it was a great experience. I don't regret playing it at all. I I really I'm I mean this is this is probably one of my go to games now when people ask me for a game that represents something different, and I want to say mm-hmm. absolutely play Life is Strange, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I, w- I want to hear what, what you have to say, listener. Uh, let us know. Yeah. Um, if you haven't played it, know. just even even with everything we said. I decided to love Chloe because I love Chloe. <laughs> even after everything we said, your experience may be completely different from ours because there are things that we did the same that we 
So we don't know what the other options would have been. Yeah. Right. And even if we, even if it's something that we did this, there are, there are things where there's more than just two options. Yeah. There's so many different things. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go back to it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it no. again. I'm not going to do I it I think I, I might uh, just to get some – I only – in the first two episodes, which wasn't that – like there's some intensity to it. But I just need to get like some of the pictures. Um, <laughs> like the first episode's not that bad. I'll do that one. <laughs> All right. So for – It would be my first platinum trophy on PSN. Whoa. It has a platinum? Yeah, I think so. This changes everything. <laughs> You have to get all the pictures in all the episodes. Oh, okay. I might be able to do that. No, I don't know. I don't know. Stay <laughs> tuned. All right. So for more Geek Therapy, go to geektherapy.com, at Geek Therapy on Twitter. Lara is at Geek Therapist on Twitter. I'm Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. And we'll be back next week. 